Welcome to a Friday edition of the Bill Michael Show. Back in studio today. Brief period of time, though. Get off the air and uh, boom, right up to Lambeau Field. Getting up there for the uh, the contest. Game number two, where uh, if you are on the bubble of making this team, this is it. Uh, if you haven't shown it in practice and you don't have a good performance today, uh, you're going to find yourself on the outside looking in rather quick. Uh, but that being said, the uh, Green Bay Packers taking on the Saints coming up tonight, 7 o'clock, just after. Uh, it's going to be kickoff. Looking forward to that this evening. How about the Brewers? Brewers, get, we talked about this yesterday. Brewers needed a win. Uh, first and foremost, because the uh, the Cardinals, they were up 12 to nothing in the fifth inning yesterday. 12 to nothing in the fifth inning yesterday. Just beating the hell out of the Colorado Rockies. And that thing ended up 13 to nothing. 13 runs, 15 hits. They were smoking the Rockies. Wainwright got his ninth win of the season. In the meantime, the Brewers, they needed all they could get. Uh, you had Andrew McCutcheon yesterday, not going one yard once, but twice. He was bat- He's batting, excuse me, 302 for his career. 39, uh, or I shouldn't say 39, uh, 396 on base percentage. Uh, uh, again, in his career, and a 940 OPS against left-handers. This season, though, it's been a little bit of a struggle. 241 against lefties, 257 against righties. Uh, but yesterday, the lefties, he found himself uh, feasting a little bit. Uh, it's not just McCutcheon, though. The Brewers, all together, they're struggling against lefties. The team entered yesterday ranked 25th out of 30, 30 major league teams in baseball in OPS against lefties. And their 218 batting average against left-handers, second worst in baseball. So yesterday, not a bad way to go. Not a bad way to go. Uh, again, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Um, so if you want to chime in, feel free. Otherwise, you can find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels or at Ben Z Kenny producing the program. So uh, the Brewers get a win. Uh, by the way, we had talked about this too yesterday. The uh, the start of uh, Kesson Hira and Kesson Hira does not hit lefties worth a damn. Righties all over it. Lefties no. And I thought it was weird because you're almost setting them up to fail. Yesterday, over three, two strikeouts took a walk as well. Over three, two strikeouts took a walk. There you go. Still three games back. Uh, in the standings, but you needed that one yesterday. Why? Colorado's not that good. The Dodgers are. The Brewers split with the Dodgers. That, you know, after coming out of St. Louis and faltering against Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and such, it seems like they kind of step up against some of the better teams, and it was good to see them do that and not falter yesterday. After getting that come-from-behind win and that extra-inning win the other night, which gave them that, quote, momentum, then a hard-fought game the day prior, and then yesterday to pull out a win. That's, that's not bad. That's not bad. So I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I don't know what you read of it, but now you've got three against the Cubs, then three more against the Dodgers, and then three more against the Cubs. Uh, if you continue to play decent baseball, yeah, you can hang around and maybe garner a little momentum, get a little more confidence, feel a little bit better about yourself, and off you go. If they would have lost that game yesterday, they would have been four games behind St. Louis. And that, you start to see the light at the top of that uh, that hole that you've dug yourself into start to close off a little bit as that hole gets deeper. So I, I thought yesterday's game was extremely important, and we talked about that. 
Ben, you feeling good now about the Brewers? Now that they, I, I'm not saying you're feeling like they're going to go on some kind of a roll, but do you feel better about what you saw yesterday out of the Brewers and the fight that they had? Yeah, uh, it's a good morning, no doubt. Uh, keeping pace really in the central. More importantly, the one back in the wild card with Josh Hader blowing another game right. for the Padres. The biggest thing that encourages me from yesterday is the bullpen. Like I get it, they they hit a couple long balls, they score five runs. But the fact that Burns was a little shaky towards the end of his start and Boxberger, Rogers, Bush, and Williams were able to shut the door and give up nothing, that's what I've said is the key for this team at this point. If the new bullpen pieces and everything thrown together can work, I think this team is still pretty good. So the fact they showed that was great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yesterday was a game. Now you look at it and you say, okay, what can they build off of? Does this propel the – if they win two out of three against the Cubs, get two out of three against the Dodgers, all is right with the world. You're fine in the baseball god's world. If they lose two out of three to the Cubs, lose two out of three to the Dodgers – uh, you may find yourself four, even five games back by the time it's all said and done. You're pretty much done. You're pretty much done at that point, uh, depending on what San Diego does, obviously. But uh, San Diego's a good baseball team, although San Diego has been on the slide, really, since the announcement of Tatis, uh, Tatis Jr., and going down for the uh, for the su- uh, suspension. So, uh, again, 877-867-1670. Now, you got pa- uh, Packers football coming up tonight. You know, the old adage is, what do you expect? What do you expect from a Packers team? Um, I wonder, first and foremost, how many guys are going to sit tonight? Oh, the over and under last game, 30. How many game? How many guys sit tonight, Ben? 22, 24, or more? More. Close to the more? 30 number. Yeah. Close to the 30 number again? I wonder how many guys are going to actually be undressed tonight, so to speak, in the terms of being uh, on the sideline in a Whoa. uniform. I don't know. We'll see. Um, uh, NYE 66 says, uh, in 2018, the crew was five games back on 9-11. So believe. I I never said I don't believe. That's not, that's not what I said. What I said is it's almost insurmountable. Just an FYI, I said it's almost insurmountable. It's not completely dead. But also, the Brewers back then... And by the way, you're going back to 2018. The Brewers back then, they had a lot more firepower than this team does. Remember that. Uh, This one's from Faith, who says, Got to have a little of me in my Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Loving the fact that the crew got the win yesterday. They beat the Dodgers two out of four, which is, you know, they split, basically. She says, uh, you got to have more faith. I think the Brewers can beat good teams when they just concentrate. It's about the fundamentals. I don't think it's all of that faith, but like Ben said, you know, even though the bullpen did falter a little bit, they just held on. I Look, the bottom line is I think that overall the Dodgers are a better team. In a seven-game series, Dodgers are probably going to win it. That's, that, that's the reality of it. If you get into the wild card, can you get into the next round? Sure, because they can win a game. No problem. They can win a game. They're going to have to do it on the road. They're going to have to do it usually against a better team obviously, but they can win a game. They get hot. Now, whether it's not they can consistently do that for an entire series or two, that's the question. I don't even know what their record is right now with teams over 500. I have to go back and take a look, but it wasn't very good uh, going into the month, mid-month of August when last I looked at it. So I'll, I'll go back and take a look at that. But 
this can they get hot? Yeah, they can get hot. But <laughs> they got to do a lot of the little things so much better and more consistently than what they've done as of late. They're 30 and 30, Ben says, against teams uh, above 500. 30 and 30. So, so do they have a shot? Absolutely. Absolutely. What's really been baffling is when it looked like the schedule was going to lighten up for you, when you had that 10-game stretch between Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and you came out sub-500, that was when you went, what the hell? These bad teams are beating you, and that shouldn't be happening on a consistent basis. So I agree. Um, this one is from uh, our buddy Bo. Bo says, uh, hey, unit, tonight I'm looking for Jordan Love to play a whole lot better. Uh, while the picks aren't being blamed specifically on him, he has to be smarter with the football, hang on to it at times, or throw it away. Uh, I want to see Jordan Love be better. I want to see the wide, rec- wide receivers be better. Romeo Dobbs, concentrate on catching the ball and then running. He'll be a much better receiver if he does that. And I want to see what the backup outside linebacker position holds. All good points. All really good points. By the way, uh, coming up later on this afternoon, uh, Mike Clemens is going to be joining us from up in Green Bay. We'll get Mike's thoughts on what's coming up today in the contest as well, what he's looking at specifically. And, by the way, speaking of football, Graham Mertz has spoken. Got to pay a little attention to the Badgers as well. Graham Mertz has spoken, so looking forward to that. Uh, The other big story of the day is the fallout from yesterday, and that is Deshaun Watson. Um, The the world is reacting to his apology, non-apology. He stays steadfast and he did nothing wrong. He apologizes just because people were triggered and then goes back and, and doubles down on the, I didn't do anything wrong, but accepts the 11 game suspension, pays $5 million and has settled all of these lawsuits. Uh, the 24 out of 25 of the lawsuits. So when you, when you, <laughs> when you look at, uh, at Deshaun Watson, I, there's no lesson learned here. The lesson is if you got a lot of talent, you're going to be in the league. That again, that's after all of the rhetoric is peeled back, after all of the stuff that's been said, all the accusations that's been levied, everything, the NFL, the court system, the players association, everything. If this guy didn't have talent, he wouldn't be in the league. They'd blow him out. You're a scumbag. Get out of here. Instead, he's labeled kind of as a creeper. A guy that stood steadfast, a guy that, hey, look what I did for the community in Houston. I did food banks. I was marketable. I was becoming the next face of the NFL. I didn't do anything wrong. These women are all lying. And the NFL went, well, we can't get you on a year, but we're going to at least suspend you seven games. Uh, And partly because the NFL can't clean up its own backyard. They're very poor at doing so. And Deshaun Watson basically uh, waves the middle finger at all the people and the accusers and everybody and says, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm playing. I'm still getting paid. I only lose $5,655,000. That's it. Talk to you later. So I completely, for everybody that says this has been a travesty and a sham, 100% agree. It's been handled extremely poor. Extremely poor. And I think a lot of owners and the NFL were hoping there would be more from the criminal side of things. So then they didn't have to worry about it. But when there were no criminal charges filed, and it just became all these women, their, their words against his, and some of the text messages, eh, it looked bad, it looked creepy, it looked disgusting. But what did he really do wrong? We don't know. So this is what we have to do. Then, uh, I don't know if you've read this, but Scott Frost, uh, the uh, head coach of Nebraska, estimates there are 15 to 20 vomits per practice 
from offensive linemen under the new position coach, Donovan Rayola. Yes! It's not because they're not in shape. He's just working them really hard. 15 to 20 throw-ups per game. I don't care who you are. That's not normal. Either these guys are taking syrup of Epicac for uh, for Gatorade or this there's something wrong. You don't do that. Come on, man. Look, I, I know what hard work is, and I know what hard work to the point of throwing up is. To say they're not either, either they're out of shape or this is almost abusive. 15 to 20 throw-ups per practice? I'd have to hire a fire department to come out and hose off the turf. Come on, man. That's a bunch of crap. So there you have it. That's kind of the way we start out today. Anything else, Ben? Did I miss it? Did I not touch on anything today? Now you hit it all. The uh, The Frost throw-up story uh, has been my favorite thing. Not that I like that it's happening, but the headline, my favorite thing that's come out over the last 24 hours, 48 hours. The uh, yeah. The jokes are great. It's just this team, they're so good, but they're such a disaster uh, that they're so fun to follow. So uh, the reactions have been tremendous. Um, we will take a look at two different things, the NFL position group rankings for all 2022 uh, and the best and worst units for all 32 teams, including the quarterback, wide receiver, and edge rushers as well. Who is the number one quarterback ranking in the National Football League? We'll talk about that when we come back, and we'll get into all kinds of other stuff as well. What are you looking for tonight? Packers preseason game two, Lambeau Field, coming up just after 7 o'clock this evening kickoff. What are you looking for? tonight want to know uh, what your thoughts are as you get ready to hunker down and uh, pay attention to the contest also uh, i've got a few people telling me where they're going to watch the game which is kind of nice i want to get into that as well maybe a little little i'm not talking a beer chug friday but a little bar friendly friday you know what i mean where are you going to be where are you going to be hunkering down watching the game are you going to the game or are you going to be doing something else and don't forget at the bay motel in green bay they have the uh, tailgate party going on this afternoon and they are running shuttles to and from lambeau field so it's the BayMotelGreenBay.com. That's the BayMotelGreenBay.com on South Military Avenue. Uh, Mike Clemens loves the place. They bring you all of Mike Clemens' reports. But if you're going to the game today and you want to get away from the massive crowd, go over to the Bay Motel Green Bay and, in the process, uh, the brats, the hot dogs, the hamburgers, all that kind of good stuff, proceeds raised, go to the new community center. So a lot of good stuff going on there from the BayMotelGreenBay.com. That is the Bay Motel Green Bay. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Another hour yet to go. We're getting you ready for the Packers and the Saints coming up tonight. Tonight is Special Olympics night at Lambeau Field. As the Packers get set to tank on the Saints. Going to be the 10th preseason meeting between these two clubs. Green Bay's won seven of them. Not that it really matters. Um, And they're going to finish off the preseason next week in Kansas City. And that's going to be the Packers' first preseason visit to Arrowhead since 2018. It's the second year that the NFL schedule consists of three preseason games played in preparation for the 17-game season. And uh, it's a second annual Packers give back game, as I had mentioned. And the Packers are going to be doing a lot of stuff with uh, Special Olympics coming up tonight. Um, in the meantime, 
what are you looking for tonight? This hour, just what are you looking for tonight? I, I do want to, by the way, coming up this hour too, I, I do want to dip into Badger football just a bit. Graham Mertz spoke yesterday, and I want to get into that. Uh, but uh, what are you looking for tonight in regards to the Packers-Saints matchup specifically? Anything in particular? Uh, a lot of people chiming in on the offensive line, uh, the outside linebacking position, drops tonight. Specifically, I think we're looking at Romeo Dobbs, right? I mean, just, you know, do, does he learn from the mistakes from last week? Jordan Love, is he better? I, I would... I would venture to say that Jordan Love, in my opinion, has this week and next week to really shine. For anybody, let me ask you this, for anybody that is this, and I'm not talking about hoping he plays really well. I'm talking about like a Jordan Love fan. Okay, and I'm not here to knock Jordan Love. That's not what I'm doing. But I want to ask you an honest question. I think I think there's this level of honesty you want to you want to present at this point. First year screwed up because of COVID. Last year different, but an opportunity because of COVID. Okay. This year, this year, I want to know what your take is on Jordan Love. Okay, um, and and also there's a tweet that says something I'm sure has been pointed out, but something we're excited about. Jordan Love has never started in back-to-back games in his in his NFL career. Last year he got uh, dinged up before game two, so uh, you know how does he look in this you know preseason situation in back-to-back games? Um, what are you looking for? Unless it it just starts with Jordan Love and trickles down. Let's be honest. We're calling it what it is. What are you looking for? James says, uh, Jordan Love is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. I hate to say it. I was really hoping that he would develop, but it doesn't look like he's going to. Scott says, I don't think that Jordan Love is all that. He's probably a pretty decent quarterback, and maybe he can get us to a couple of wins, but he's not going to be a 13-win quarterback. Is that the consensus? that, yeah, he could probably help you out for a couple of games, not do too terrible, maybe let the defense win you a ball game. But overall, yeah, that's not that that's not the next coming of Aaron Rodgers, right? Ben, what are you looking for tonight? What are you hoping for out of Jordan Love as you, you, you watch him take the field for the second straight time? Consistency is the big word. Maybe I'm higher on what he did against San Francisco than others. I, I thought he showed me first what I wanted to see, which was a flash of improvement, like a flash of what he could be. And that's, that is what he showed, but the consistency wasn't there. I really want to see him get a rhythm early and start simple and then maybe air it out as the half or as the game goes along. And I want to see him be really good in the red zone. Uh, one of those picks came in the red zone. He threw a couple long touchdowns, but in those tight quarters, I want to see those throws made. Okay, so you tell me, has Jordan Love proven anything to you? Uh, yeah, he's proven that uh, he's gotten better. Uh, he is, uh, he's proven to me at least that uh, he could have a future as a starting quarterback. I'm not going to crown him as a great one necessarily, but... I think he looked a lot different than the Jordan Love we saw last season. 
So he he's proven to me that I, I have hope that he could turn into a starting quarterback. He's proven to me that he looked different, but not dramatically different. You know, I, I just, um, you know, Sean says it's kind of hard to become a good quarterback when you sit behind a Hall of Fame quarterback uh, and doesn't play more than one game in a season. Let's give the guy an actual NFL season before saying anything about him not being a starting quarterback. Uh, Sean, I I knew Rodgers was going to be a good starting quarterback. You saw it. You saw it in practice. You saw it in his opportunities. Remember the last time New England came to town, that I can remember that last time that New England came to town. Brett Favre got knocked out of the game just before half. Rodgers came in, took over. In the second half of that game, second play of that game, got stepped on and broke his foot and still played and earned the respect of everybody in the locker room and didn't play poorly. He had a chance when Favre went down with an injury in Dallas, and had they had another half a quarter, we'll say, another eight minutes, I think Rodgers brings them back, and they win that game. He showed you that flash. We haven't seen that out of Jordan Love. I haven't seen that flash. So I understand that. You know what I mean? I I, I get it, but I just haven't seen anything that tells me this is, he's going to be really good. I'm sorry. Uh, Greg says I'm not solid on him at all as a first-round pick. Uh, He has a long way to go to get me to look at him uh, differently. Uh, Mark says, I hope he's a good, uh, or Mark says, I think he's a good backup. And Sean says, Rodgers was expected to go number one. Love wasn't. Rodgers slipped. But, but that's not what your statement said, Mark, or Sean. It, you said, quote, it's kind of hard to become a good quarterback when you sit behind a Hall of Fame quarterback and you don't see game playing time. That's what I responded to. You didn't talk about where they were picked. I get it. I understand what you're saying. But that's exactly my point. You saw the flashes of Aaron Rodgers. And the comparison continues to be, well, Jordan Love in his third year versus Aaron Rodgers in his third year. No, no. It's, it's, it's not the same. It's not even close. That's my point. And you're right. Rodgers was supposed to go number one and ended up falling. Jordan Love was not supposed to be anywhere in the first round, and they chose him anyway. Great point. He's not expected to be a really good starter. Uh, Pop Rock says, I'm looking for Jordan Love just to throw a few check down passes, get into a rhythm, and then show us what he's got. Maybe it's up to the coaching staff to put him in a position to be successful and not him. Good point. Good point. Get him into a rhythm, and before you open it up, just let him kind of feel it out a little bit. Mark says his long ball sucks. Yeah, but but maybe it is up to coaching. And just say, look, we're gonna we script this group of plays, and let's do what we can to get you into a rhythm, get you into a feel, the feel of the game, and see what we can do that way. Because it, you're right, it is difficult to tell what kind of a quarterback he is. In preseason, when you're not playing with the ones consistently, you're not going against the ones consistently, it's hard to tell. 
Uh, complicated fella chimes in, says you would have had to have been a tough high school teacher, tough grader. Uh, I still think Love will succeed uh, when he steps down. Will succeed Rodgers, not saying that we are going to have three Hall of Fame quarterbacks in a row. Um, You know what? I think I just call it as I see it. I, I'm I've uh, even Brentley says I'm too hard on Jordan Love. Okay, tell me where um, I've said something erroneous, because I'll open my mind up to that. Okay, I'll open my mind up to that. If there's something that I'm missing, tell me what it is, and we'll talk about it. If there's something I'm missing. And, and and here's the thing. The weight of being a first-round draft choice has to be considered. Because you traded up to get him. You can't just say, well, he didn't belong there, therefore we should give him a break. No, they traded up to get him. All of that comes with that pick. It comes with the weight of being not only a first-round draft choice, but also if Rodgers walks away, you're the guy that gets the keys to the car that says the big G on the side, Green Bay Packers football team. And in a quarterback-driven league, are you the guy that is capable of driving this machine forward and again and again and again into the postseason? That's the weight you carry. I don't think I'm being too hard. I think I'm being real. Uh, Dale says, uh, leave Jordan Love alone. He's got enough pressure on him. No, 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 Dale. It's not like we're bullying a kid on the, on the playground at school. He's a first-round pick in the National Football League. He's getting paid like it. He is a professional. I know he's trying. Nobody says he's not. I'm judging it upon what I've seen. And I haven't seen a whole lot. That's all. Is there something erroneous that I've said? Uh, Ryan says, unit, you're spot on. People just don't want to hear it because they're hoping he's going to be great, just like Favre was when Rodgers took over. Ryan, I, I, you're probably onto something there. Probably onto something there. Uh, Anthony says, uh, the Packers are going to be on the NFL Network tonight. I'm listening in Indiana. Um, I don't think so. I think they're local. I think um, it's on Packers.com as well. Is it on Packers.com? You can watch it on Packers.com. They are not on NFL Network. Okay. I saw something cross just moments ago via the NFL Network. I didn't see the Packers logo there, but I don't know what what it's been. Here it is. Uh, Friday night, uh, Panthers, Patriots, Texans, and Rams. And tomorrow, Broncos, Bills, Commanders, Chiefs, Buccaneers, Titans, Cowboys, Chargers. Uh, speaking of the Buccaneers, how about that situation? Todd Bowles refusing to admit whether or not Tom Brady's even going to be back next week. Brady took what was considered to be a planned period of time off, and they say it's personal reasons. They won't sp- say specifics, whether it's a vacation or what. He's done this before, but he's done it during the OTAs which were non-mandatory. He's never taken off a length, uh, lengthy period of time during training camp, and yet he felt the need to, to get out. 
this was something that was somewhat planned, maybe something he's doing in support of his wife or the kids or something. I don't know. But, but yeah, they Brady, there's no specific return timetable for Tom Brady right now. Bill, the uh, internet sleuths think he is the next mass singer that he's doing that television show because the timelines oh add up. Oh, my God. That'd be crazy. Uh, that'd be like Rogers having to take off a couple of weeks and he's filling in for me, me, I am be Belik or Bialik, her name, uh, over on Jeopardy. People could be going crazy. And rightfully so. Don't get me wrong. When you got a pocket full of rings, you get a little bit of extra leeway. That's just a fact. But I can't, I can't believe that that's what he would be doing. Crack me up if he did. Uh, then Cowboys Chargers tomorrow as well. And then on Sunday, you got the Eagles and the Browns and the Bengals and the Giants on Sunday. That's the uh, that's a late game Sunday night. There you go. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick uh, quick break, come back. I want to get more into this. Also, uh, Graham Mertz, quarterback for your Wisconsin Badgers, if indeed you're a follower. Uh, he ended up speaking. I want to hear what he has to say also. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. They're coming to my house. I don't know the specific date yet, but they're coming to my house and actually doing a TV commercial. Kind of excited about this as we have the new uh, the new patio door, the last of all the doors and windows in my home installed. I cannot wait for this thing because then the great room will no longer have that uh, that cold iron the aluminum for lack of a better term uh sliding patio door that's the last one that's it then the whole house has been completely redone and i absolutely positively love it that's our friends at pillow windows and doors of wisconsin right now 10 years lock it in 10 years 2.99 percent apr financing if you're going to do one window i get it but if you're going to do a whole house make your whole home economical more valuable then lock it in 10 years 2.99 percent payments that's it no problem and if you decide to sell your house, you're going to get that back anyway, most likely, right? So call our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, 855-PELLA-WI, 855-PELLA-WI, or go to PellaWI.com. That is P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com, and see all that they have to offer. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.